Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. Well, we're deep in the heart of Construction Zone on 4th Street in Eastport, unfortunately. But we're speaking today with Amanda Chando, who is the owner and the, uh, the, the brain behind Details and Design, which is a great little, and I don't know whether I want to call it a boutique, but it kind of is a boutique right on 4th Street. It's across from the Boatyard Bar and Grill. And welcome, and thank you for inviting me into your shop today. Oh, we love having you. Thank you for coming. Well, I got a question for you. On your website, <laughs> there's an E at shop. So what's yes. with that? Is that just is that, is that just stylistically cool? Um, no, I think that it's, if you look in English verbiage, that's the way they spell it. And it actually has a presence of being more of a boutique and tighter, smaller space. And we actually evolved that here to just S-H-O-P. So my design style, I really gravitate towards English aesthetics. So very cool. Okay, yeah. so that that explains that. Well, the, yeah. the websites you want to be concerned with are detailsanddesign.com. That's all spelled out. Or shop with an E and an extra P on the end of it, S-H-O-P-P-E, mm-hmm. detailsanddesign.com. And you can see everything that goes on here and there and wherever they're growing. And we're going to get into that. But I'm a little bit confused as I went. Now, are you in, as I look around here, I see lots of clothing. Uh-huh. And I mean, are you an interior designer or a clothing design yes. place? So we started, when we opened the doors here, the goal was we were renovating homes and we were redesigning spaces. So we didn't anticipate people really shopping the store. It was a space for us to hold everything that we would style with and fully design a home with. So if we did a kitchen renovation and we needed soaps and glassware and all the beautiful things, we started styling with that. And so we opened wholesale, we have the store, and then all of a sudden we would go into someone's home and style it and they wanted to buy everything. So we were like, okay, so we need to expand the product here. And and then at the same time, people were coming up and shopping that product from us off the streets, which we didn't expect to happen either because it was COVID. So the home portion of the shop has been growing. The front room was only filled with home decor when we started. Our designers actually operated out of the middle room. Okay. That's how little, that's how few designers we had. Right. And then in within a couple of months, we had to move the designers to the back space. Okay. (laughs) And within a couple more months, we had to grow that. But anyway, so to answer your question, the home was only in the front of the store. But as we grow our brand overall, we're developing a lifestyle brand. So part of that includes how we design a nursery and how the children dress in that nursery, how we design a home and how we look going into those spaces. Because we get asked all the time, what skirt are you wearing? What dress are you wearing? What are your children wearing? We love your headband. So we wanted people to have access to that because those are brands that we're finding more on the West Coast. Same with the products that we bring in here for home. 
that's smart. So sort of somewhat of an accidental shop. Yeah. A little bit, but that's yeah. uh, that makes a lot of sense. Well, how did we come to Eastport? Oh, uh, we love Eastport. Um, so and when, I mean, we, and when did, I guess when did you come to Eastport? It's actually a really crazy story, and most people probably won't believe it. But um, a dear friend of mine had heard about this space, and it, coincidentally. The same morning I woke up, it was a Saturday morning. I will never forget it. The weather was as beautiful as it is today. And I woke up and I said to my husband, I think it's time to open a space that would allow us to have room for a store and move design because our design was operating at that point. We had built a space off of our home. Okay. And our design was so operating the garage, there. The typical garage business, yeah. your basement. Basement, right. basically, yes. And so I said, I think it's time. And literally within an hour, I had a text and I had never received a text before or any, any, anybody approaching me about the subject, but I had received a text from a dear friend and she said, have you ever thought about opening a store? I have a space for you. I know this space that you belong in. And I was like, I had goosebumps. I, again, I will never forget it. I had goosebumps everywhere. I was like, when can I see it? I saw it that day and that was it. So I came here, I saw it, it looked nothing like this. Sure. And I was familiar with Eastport, obviously, because we, before children, would come out here and- They ruin everything, don't they? Yeah, like before <laughs> they? children. Back when we had a life. <laughs> <laughs> before children, and we, we come out here as much as we can now with them, but it's it's a too different going out. But um, it, it was just, we fell in love with the street. I saw the potential. Mostly, I was familiar with the boatyard. That's where we had always started. I wasn't as familiar with Davis's, certainly not as much with Carroll's Creek at that point and everything around it, but every we had always come to the boatyard. That was our starting ground. And when I was like, why isn't anything on this street? This, this location for me felt like exactly what we were looking for and what we had the capacity for at that point. Well, it looks like it's really morphing. I mean, at one point, I mean, you did have the boatyard and there were a couple of little boutiques and sort of marine-centered things in the, and I will say the houses that line the other side of the street. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, Forward Brewing has come in there. You've got, uh, you know, you've got Adams is coming in and, it, and it's turning into this little miniature sort of a commercial district, if you will, this mm -hmm. little commercial street where it's centric, which is, so you, you selected very well. I love it. And I really hope, it's funny because when we moved in, the guys across the street and we, we we started talking about how do we get this ambiance of having markets and you know weekend gatherings and bringing in food trucks and bringing in whatever it might be and how do we start doing that more on the weekends and then COVID shut everything down but I certainly think that that's something now that isn't as far-fetched. Oh, absolutely. As you look, and I mean, we were talking before we started recording about bread and butter kitchen. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, and during COVID, I mean, they figured out, okay, as did everybody, we need to eat outside. We need mm -hmm. to have tents. We need to have spaces. And Monica down there has transformed it. And she does events out there with, and she partners with other people. She, you know, rents out her kitchen to do a Caribbean jerk night or, you know, you know yeah. different funny things that she doesn't serve. And it's, Eastport is a really neat little collaborative town as far as the businesses go, as far mm -hmm. as the residents go, and it's uh, it's just a very neat little uh, little enclave of Annapolis, and it's not really even that little anymore. No, and, and and that's what we fell in love with here too, because, like I said, when we opened, is exactly when everything shut down. But I remember the front two windows; we would have them half open, and the door was cracked, and people would open the door with masks on and be like, "Can we come in?" 
And I would be like, I don't know. Can you? I'm not sure what the rules are. And they're like, well, regardless of what the rules are, we are just ecstatic that you're here. You know, we need you. We we support you. And that has never faded. Everybody around here is so supportive and so wonderful and so kind. And Well, how did you personally get into the design business? The You know, we're talking about interior design, clothing design to a degree. Yep. What, what's your background that brings you into that? So I started out of, I was in college and had a focus on fashion design and then came out of college. As soon as I graduated, I took a job in shoe design and we actually launched the shoe design for, we bought Jessica Simpson's name. I worked for the company that bought Jessica Simpson's name. Oh. So they had paid her a fee to develop handbags and shoes were the first two products. And then obviously it grew into the billion dollar business that it is now. But so I started working on our shoe brand and there were there were between two to three of us. That was it that did the brand in the beginning. And I learned in those couple years. I mean, it was invaluable what I learned and understanding how to design, but also how to run a business. I watched a man single-handedly like started zero when buying a brand in our first year. I think we sold ninety million dollars in the first year. Oh my word! So and I was right in it. Like I was. Yeah, that rubs off on you. Right. So I learned a lot and knew pretty quickly after working there a long time that you know I was designing the shoes. And then I also, because I was so wrapped around the product, I also was selling the shoes. And I was talking to Nordstrom. I was talking to, you know, all the places that were buying the product we were developing. And I was like, hold on a second. I need to own my own business. And I had always had that intention. It's just, you know, it seems a little bit more far-fetched. So long story short, I needed a... I needed business. I knew I wanted to have a family. I knew New York didn't have the same longevity it had, you know, five years ago when I had moved there. And so I decided to move back into the Philadelphia area where I'm originally from, get into sales for a little bit. And then that's when I met my future husband. He was living in Arlington at the time. We merged in the Maryland area. And Shoe design in the D.C. area for me was a lot harder to start something or continue that degree out of sales there. So my mom has a background in home design. So I, we started also talking about... Also something that probably rubbed off on you. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I always had a passion for it. I just thought it was more of a hobby. And then I really started looking into what it would take to open a business and what the interior world looked like and surprisingly it was very 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 similar to what I was doing day to day for shoes before so I just took the shoe background with the sales background and merged it here and yeah it was like magic was that the most terrifying leap of your life I mean I mean owning your own business is stressful it's It's, uh, and stressful and Rewarding and Rewarding wonderful and, and the best thing you've ever done all, all around. All, um, huge mix of emotions. I was very fortunate in the fact that, again, coming from sales, going from sales into launching your own business, I did very well in sales. My husband is a builder, and I was fortunate enough to be able to say, if I up and leave this job, can you support us if I launch this career? And he was like, yes, we can do it. 
So luckily it didn't take a lot of ramp up time, but even to this day, like my goal is to be as successful as enough successful as I can in this field so that he has the freedom at some time to do what, you know, he gave to me. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, what services does, I mean, what can somebody expect when they come to details and design, whether it be you know, on the website or into the store? And I do know that you're expanding. Yes. Uh, again. Again, again. It's been a crazy couple uh, of years. But what are, what are the, I guess, you know, the services and the products? I mean, I'm looking around, I see clothing, I see, you know, kitchen towels, I see, yes. uh, I'm going to call them like big overgrown pot holders or something on the hanging <laughs> from there. Uh, you know, throw pillows, you yeah. know, dried arrangements and everything else. Well, when we first opened the doors, I said to everyone, the the one thing I don't want people to walk in here and feel is pressure from a sales perspective. I don't, I want people to walk in here and feel at home. I want them to feel comfortable. I don't want them to feel like they have to buy things, but I want them to be inspired. So if they walk in here and they, and they need help finding a gift, we can get you the easiest, most wonderful gift that's going to be unique to the person you're, you're giving it to. But also, if you want to show us pictures of your home, we can give you suggestions on things. Everybody here is versed in the sense that they can help. Um, but also, when people walk in and they're like, oh, we love the skirt you're wearing. We love how you style it. Well, we can show you how... You can shop some of that product with here locally too. So when you walk into the boutique, it is a home feel that we can take your home and add accessories to it. We can talk to you about styling your home, but we can also talk to you about styling your life, your children, your accessories, what your children are wearing. We have also started doing events for people. We have a backyard space, which is amazing. Oh, nice. Yes. So we host sip and shops. Um, we are doing a realtor event where we're going to have, we're going to host their meeting um, and provide coffee and bagels and so forth. And then show them we've created gift boxes that we do now. So if a realtor sells a home and they are stumped as to what to give as a gift, well, here, let us do that work for you because that's what we're versed in. Like, tell us, why did your client buy the home? What do they like to do? Where is it located? What's their family dynamic? And what's your price point? And we will give you a gift box that's custom with a really beautiful note. It just takes it, it's the details, right? Like, that's where the name came from. So we are taking things to the next level. That's our, that's our goal. Okay, so, I mean, so you are working to accessorize homes as well as... A pull-out design. I mean, if yeah. I've got a, you know, a, I just built this beautiful home on the water and I've got this giant great room with hardwood floors and a fireplace and that's it. Mm-hmm. You can come I, to us I, for I lighting. I can call you and, yeah. and you will go from, okay, you need uh, this kind of a couch and uh, I think, you know, we need a, a crazy lamp over here or what, whatever it may be with yeah. down to... I think this bowl looks really good on the coffee table. Yes. I think there is. So this is what we're trying to do is bridge the gap between the boutique here. And then we talk about expanding. So we are have we are going to have a showroom that opens in a couple weeks. And that will have the larger items. Because when people think about interior design, it does get a little intimidating. So the boutique aspect here, this shop, is for people that want to come in and they don't necessarily want to hire a designer but they want to be able to shop the product that we style with. That is what it exists here. 
And then when you go into the new space, what exists there are the larger items. So the foundation, the the lighting, the tiles, the flooring, the furniture, furniture, to, to a degree. yes, wallpaper, all the things that take it to the next level. So it depending upon people's comfort zone, they can hire us to do certain furniture pieces or reupholster, or they can come here for just accessories. And then, of course, we have the business plan where you can hire us. And it's it's where we started is the interior design firm. We're a full service interior so design do you, do, firm. I mean, what's your ideal customer? Is it somebody with a blank canvas of a house? That is my ideal client, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> or, if you, the ideal client is someone who, we get so many people that are like, I've hired a builder, I've hired an architect, where do you come into the picture? I'm like, right away. Because the faster you bring in a designer, the less changes and the less that you have to think about. It's about that team you build to pre-plan your space. So, okay, so I so if I've got a new house mm-hmm. and I, I, I we'll use that big old square grate room with the fireplace. That, right. You know, we know we can't change the four walls and we can't change the fireplace or the windows. Uh, but you might say, you know, if we curbed put a curb in that wall and, mm-hmm. and a nook or something. We could put a statue of, uh, man, it's controversial now, but the statue of David. Yeah. There. That that would be something that I would not necessarily see. Gosh knows I would never see that, but that's something that you might see. Of course. That at that point, then you coordinate with the builder to say, hey, instead of squaring this up, let's make this curved. And Of course. And then some pe- a lot of people right now, you know, the typical, we have this kitchen and next to the kitchen is our living space. And we want to open those two up but it changes the usage of the space. So we certainly speak the building language and we can say, okay, let's take this wall down and let's space plan the two areas together and show you how to use them. And once we come up with those space plans, then we execute because we're putting the furniture in and all the decor. So we execute that as well. Awesome. Well, what, I, I mean, I guess, do you prefer a new build or do you prefer old stuff or is it really different? Because I mean, <sighs> I mean, you said you were, we were talking before we started recording, but you're from sort of suburban Philadelphia, which is a pretty historic and yes. old, old kind of an area. And certainly Annapolis and parts of most, a lot of parts of Anne Arundel County have a lot of old stuff, but we also do have some new modern, not yeah. necessarily modern build, not necessarily in style. Um, is, do you have a preference on working with? I don't have a preference of who we work with. Because I think I love to be creative and I love to challenge myself and expand that creativity. But if I were to have the ideal build, and even if it was personally, I want to take something old and restore it because I think that the old character, I look at all the homes and I do talk about Philadelphia a lot because those homes are built out of stone. They're built out of brick. They're not built and then wrapped in that material they're built out of that so the characters it's really hard to find and so when we're you know when you come and see the new showroom it is a completely new build but we brought in old brick into this space to make it feel like it's got that character we wrap beams in old reclaimed wood the floors over there are 100 year old pine so we are trying to bring that character back into new builds to show people how to merge those two gaps as well. That's awesome. Yeah, that's fun. That's, that's pretty. What's the favorite project you've done? I mean, I love doing my own selfishly because there's no restrictions. So like I said, my husband's a builder. <laughs> so we... I had, I had a friend of mine who was a, uh, a non-practicing architect who was married and her husband, I can't remember what he invented, but it was something, something stupidly common like Velcro. Yeah. So you can figure out, you know, what 
what the level of wealth was. Right, right, exactly. And I mean, to, to give an architect essentially a blank checkbook yes. is, is, yes. <laughs> is like a like golden the freedom. dream. It's, it's also, you know, we did, like in our home, when you walk in, there's a powder room. And, you know, everyone right now is pushing the limits with wallpaper and powder rooms. But I tiled the whole wall in this, like, eccentric floral pattern. And everyone's like, I would have never, everyone that sees that room is like, I never would have done that. But seeing you do it, now I feel that comfort level to do it. So it's being able to experiment too. So it's budget and experiment. It gives that a little bit more freedom creative, creatively. But um, so selfishly, I say those. But I also love, we've been hired to do kids' rooms where you have like a lot more creativity, a lot more color and pattern. We just did, we literally yesterday installed a beach home in Ocean City and the client, she's wonderful. She doesn't love a lot of color, loves a lot of texture. So it's building on all the different neutral tones, which can be hard for other people. But I love that. It's yeah. woods and whites and so forth. And so. sands and mm-hmm. beiges. And, and no, I, I agree with that. So, well, I mean, that brings up a good question. You said Ocean City. What is your market area? I mean, obviously, we're centered here in Eastport, Annapolis, and Anne Arundel County. Uh, and I imagine that... A lot of what you could do is somewhat virtual. Yeah, we can. Um, so, I mean, you could work with somebody in Alabama or, you know, if, if, if they wanted to. Yeah, but we have a client in Louisiana and okay. she just gave us a referral to somebody else there as well. So I prefer, like for the client in Louisiana, I saw the home once and everything else was virtual. So it's very easy to do. And then we also will have a virtual program because we have a cabinet line coming out. In May. So they're all custom You're doing cabinets. all this terrifying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a great company that we partnered with to create these cabinets. So it's not that's not scary um, because the product is unbelievable. But they ship all over. They ship anywhere in the United States. They, they ship all over the world. So they're very familiar with it. So it's made it easier for us. So we're comfortable going anywhere. And I love to travel. Like if we go to Louisiana, for instance, when we did her home, we were able to design it and then we leave room in the budget because it's a huge area for amazing antiques. So we were able to go down then and source some antiques locally to fill in spaces, which is, you know, it also makes it feel even more like home. That's great. I remember one time I was down in uh, in New Orleans in yeah. an antique shop on Royal Street with yeah. my kids and there was one of those gigantic chandeliers with the, yes. the crystal chandeliers hanging yes. over and there was the price tag, and my kids were like, wow, that's so big. I said, oh, my gosh, that's so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and my son, who was probably 12 at the time, goes, well, how expensive, Dad? I said, well, you know the house we live in? Yeah, twice as much as oh that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it was like a $400,000 chandelier. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then, of course, he's like, how does somebody <laughs> do like, that? how can they do that? I talk in teeth because my kids are young. So if they lose a tooth, I tell them how many teeth it would cost to buy those things. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot of teeth. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Wait, you, you talked about texture. You talked about color for your mm-hmm. Ocean City house that you uh, worked with your client there. What is, uh, I want some inside scoop. What's the it color and the it texture for 2023? Oh, we are doing, so our cabinet lines are the it colors for us. We consider, we consider neutrals, white, black, brown, and blush. Those are our neutrals that most people wouldn't consider. You know, they think it's white, brown. We have versions of As I look at the wall behind you. Exactly. (laughs) 
Um, those are our neutrals. So we're expanding on that a little bit to include greens because green is huge right now. But I, the cabinet line is the colors that I'm gravitating towards the most are the browns, the greens, and the blushes in that line because we've also done a custom wood stain. And I just think wood, like the warm woods are, are everywhere too. So they, they, they go beautifully together. Interesting. Yeah. Are green and gold appliances ever coming back? <laughs> we just installed a gold and burgundy range that will be photographed May one. Okay, that's a little yes. bit. That's a little bit different. I'm, I'm thinking of the avocado green and the the, the harvest gold of the seventies that I. We actually proposed an avocado green range in downtown Annapolis. Oh, that's but awesome. They're gonna go with blue. So. That's okay. Not, it's still, it's still there. <laughs> not everything. Well, uh, you were established in 2018. Yeah. So you have grown incredibly in four and a half to five years. Yes. Uh, you've got. Uh, you brought employees on the next year, storefront mm -hmm. the following year. Yes. In COVID. Yes. <laughs> You've got a, a new showroom opening up in a yes. couple weeks. A couple weeks in yes. 23. And then you're looking at a cabinet line. Yes. That's and crazy. we have lighting. We developed custom lighting. We developed custom tile with a supplier in Baltimore. We have a custom wallpaper team that we're working with but the launch of the cabinets is our primary focus right now so we launched that in may and it's five different cabinet faces a custom wood style or for i'm sorry a custom leg style and then a wood stain that we're using there and it's that will be a huge launch for us okay yeah okay and as we wrap up another i'm going to pick your brain again a little bit more what one thing uh, I'm not asking like who your favorite kid is. So, so. <laughs> I'm like, what, uh, what what one thing would you say to somebody that's listening that wants to totally change the look of a room? Mm -hmm. Is it paint? Is it shag carpeting? Is it you know? Is it uh, a, a cool focal point of a lamp? What what is the one a one thing that would make me walk into my office, my boring office at home, and go, "Wow, this is awesome." I think. Wallpaper is that. Um, I think wallpaper makes you feel. I think people are scared of wallpaper because it feels like a commitment. But there are ways to install it where you can literally peel it off when you're finished. And it's not something where it's an overly huge investment. So if you do one wallpaper a couple years down the road, you want to switch it out. It's not a big deal. But I think that that is... It's a way to push yourself out of your comfort zone and start to really love the space that you're in. So I, I gravitate towards wallpaper. wallpaper. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Amanda Chando, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations oh, on the growth. You. I can't wait to see. I am going to stop by in a couple of weeks and check out the, uh, I say studio, but the uh, showroom yes. over there. And that's going to be, you said it over by Carroll's Creek, right? Yes. Is it on the ground level too? Yep. We took a couple spaces facing the water and combined them. Oh, that just stinks to have a wood yeah. front office, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Detail, yes. Detailsanddesign.com is the website. And actually, you can get to shop Details and Design from there as well. But you can go directly to that. And that's S-H-O-P-P-E, Detailsanddesign.com. And if you're down in Eastport, dodge the construction. Come down 4th <laughs> Street across from the boatyard. It's well worth the uh, the hassle at this point, which hopefully will be over in a couple weeks anyhow. 
uh, and check out what they've got and what they can do. Uh, welcome to Eastport. Thank and, uh, you. We're glad you're here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.